Hey guys, welcome to Here's the Point. This is a part of a college ministry in Middle Tennessee. This podcast is designed for the college student. While you're navigating some of the hardest seasons you've faced so far, we desire for this podcast to point you to the Word and help you work through decisions and dilemmas from a biblical perspective. For more information about our ministry, go check us out on Instagram at thepointnv. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Here's the Point. It's your girl, Delaney Degelow here. And as always, we've got the one, the only, Keep going. the mighty, the Keep excited, <laughs> the enthusiastic Dakota Logan. What's up? We're back in the studio for <laughs> the first time in a long time. So yeah. glad to be here. We're really excited. If you guys can't tell, we're like pumped. We're like, we're in person recording. This is amazing. Yes. So we are excited. And okay, everybody, I'm pumped. Dakota's pumped. Jacob, it's who's in the room, day. he's it's pumped. This is a big day for us. You yep. guys, it is our one-year anniversary of Here's the Point podcast. We're a year old. <laughs> Podcasts grow up so fast. <laughs> Cannot believe she's getting, it. She's getting so emotional over getting here. Getting emotional. So emotional. Oh, man. It's been a year, which is wild that we, yeah, it's crazy. we have gotten to do this for a year, and we're so thankful, and thankful for all of you for listening. So we decided the only way to celebrate would be for our opening question to talk about what is one of our favorite podcasting moments from this year. Like, we've had a lot of, we've recorded a lot of these, like 40-something. That's a lot. Yeah, it's been, and we were talking earlier that most of them have been, like, via different technology, like, using Zoom or voice memos because mm-hmm. we haven't been able to be together, but now we're back in the studio. Yes. But looking back over all the past year, what's some of our favorite moments? And honestly, Delaney, I know what yours are going to be, but I want you to go first just because I'm so excited. Okay, so everyone, this is a very embarrassing moment that has been kept very under wraps for almost, honestly, almost a year. It's yeah. been like probably 10 months. Yeah. But there was a very traumatic experience. Okay, everyone, I need you to not think less of me. But basically, there was an instance, two weeks in a row, where I was really struggling. I was on the struggle bus. And po- podcasting. Podcasting. Like the podcast going struggle great. bus. <laughs> the podcast struggle bus. So if you know me, you know that sometimes when I talk really fast and get really excited, my words kind of mesh together. I say some things and I'm like, wait, what did I just say? Yeah. So the first instance was I combined two words, which very unfortunately became a cuss word when I combined them. Everyone is like, there's no way. No, there is a way. <laughs> there is a way. It was, I'm not going to say what the words were because then everyone will know what I said. I'll give them to you just because I, I want to. I think it's funny. We were talking about <laughs> something about books. And Delaney said something about like, she meant to say the books sitting on a shelf. Sitting on a shelf. Say that three times fast and you'll know what I said. <laughs> imagine what actually came out of her mouth. And I was mortified. And I looked at everybody in the room and I was like, I just I just cussed. I just cussed. And so, of course, Jacob being great, just like positive. He's like, no big deal. We'll just go back. And I'm like, praise God for technology. Then the next week, we were talking about women of God. This one's like more embarrassing. So we do not need to say what I said. If we say it, it has to be from Dakota because it will not come out of my mouth. I'm not saying <laughs> it. I mean, I'm. A, uh, 
Delaney, Delaney, just, just this is a moment of vulnerability and transparency oh to our podcast viewers. Just going to endear them to you. So oh. just, just share what you actually. So said. basically, I was talking about how girls, like women of God and people, were fearfully and wonderfully made. Okay, mm-hmm. it was great, really encouraging. Psalm one thirty nine, great yeah. moment. Yeah. So like we're like we're leaning into like how great the Lord is, how great He is. And when I said, ladies, never forget, you're fearfully and wonderfully made, I did not say made. I said a different word on accident, and that word was laid. I said fearfully and wonderfully laid. And then I got really embarrassed because that's terrible, and I cannot believe I'm telling this story. But that had happened. It was horrible. But then it gets worse. The podcast goes out a week later. And somebody texted me and was like, I cannot believe that y'all left that in there. And I was like, left what in there? And they were like, that you said people are fearfully and wonderfully laid. And I was like, no, that's not on there. (laughs) Go back and listen to the podcast. Imagine a world. That's how it went out. Like there was, (laughs) Apple was against us. Spotify was against us. And they published the unedited version. It was horrible. And I not only said that, I quoted what I, I was like, oh, last week I said this. And this week I said this. I'm really winning. All of that was on there. It was horrible. So that was my story, Dakota. And my, so my favorite podcast moment is also this moment, but my, from my perspective, this was, this was like in the middle of all of everything with COVID and we were, it was, everyone was at home. It was like in that season where we were all at home. No one's going anywhere except for to get essentials or whatever. Um, but we kind of had a daily rhythm in our house of going outside and taking a walk in our neighborhood. And so we were getting started on our walk and Delaney calls me freaking out, like Dakota. Panicking. Like panic mode, like Dakota, like the podcast, like we edited it, but but the but the <laughs> not edited version is up on the podcast and and, and I, can't, I don't know how to get it off. And she was freaking out and I was like, Delaney, calm down. I was going to get okay. fired in my head. I was like, I'm fired. I was like, it's okay. So I ca- so I got, got off the phone with Delaney, went on and listened and then I started panicking and called <laughs> Jacob, who's also in the room. I was like, Jacob, we got to get it down. We got to fix it. We got to get it down. We got to figure out how to get it down because she said fearfully, wonderfully laid and not supposed to be on there. And she cussed on and accident. Cussed. And so anyways. It was but, a really traumatic experience. Now y'all know, you might listen to this and be like, wow, they're perfect. <laughs> You've never thought that. We're not that. perfect. We're not perfect. <laughs> but Delaney is the queen of saying things on accident. All right, Dakota, where are we going today? Trust transition, fact or fiction. This is week three? Yep. Week three of our series. So today we're going to be talking about the idea of us, us hearing from God, like hearing from the Lord. You know, you've all heard someone say this, you know, hey, God told me this, or the Lord led me to do this, or I feel like God said this. And that can be confusing for some of us. Some of you may be thinking, you know, well, man, does God, does God actually speak to, to people? Like, I've never heard God. Like, is this an audible thing that, that God speaks to some people and not to me because I haven't heard that? Yeah. And so Delaney... Start us off. What what do people mean? Hey, I've, I heard from the Lord, or I heard, I felt God said this. Right. And what is, what does that mean? And how can we think about this? I think this is a really good topic to navigate because this is something that when you're in the church world, maybe if you haven't grown up in the church world like me, like I didn't really grow up in that. And so when people are like, "God told me this," I'm like. Do you have like a texting app that I can sign up for? Like, how are you getting these? Like, yeah, I'm like notifications. I'm like, if God could text me, that'd be sick because my life would probably be a lot smoother. But I think this is one of those things that can be very confusing. It's verbiage that's like, okay, well, what do you mean? Like, God told you something. How? Right. Which I mean, you would think that that would be obvious. Like, oh, he said this. But I think I'm just going to speak on my behalf and speak on 
what I've talked to other people. So I think that when we hear God told me this or God led me to do this, we think that God either shouts in your head with a microphone and is like, Ayo, Delaney. Wow, I don't know what God does not sound like that. <laughs> is that God's voice? Ayo, Delaney. If God talks like that, I would I wouldn't be mad. Like that'd be kind of cool. Um, that's normally not my God voice. So, but God like not shouting in my head telling me that like, hey, this is what you need to do. Or when I say God led me, it's not like God literally an arrow pops down from the sky is like turn left. That's not what's happening. And I think a lot of the time when we hear this, like God told me, God led me, that can mean a lot of different things. Yeah. If I hear from God, what does that mean? And my small group leader in high school explained it to me like this, because when I was a senior, I was like, I'm very confused. You said that God told you this. I don't understand. Like, am I not a good Christian? Because I'm not hearing from God. Like, I'm mm -hmm. not hearing an audible voice in my head that everyone else seems to be hearing from. And she said, no, like, me hearing from God, for me, it's not like an audible thing. It's just when I have something in my head or heart that is too good to have been for myself. I was that's like, great. oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Or something that is— Scripturally true yeah. and undeniable from Scripture, but I think another verse that's helpful in this is John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they know me. And how I explain it is it's a confidence of direction or truth that you know is from the Lord. Because that is just a moment where you're like, oh, this makes sense. And I think that we can hear that from people. Like sometimes people speak truth in your life. And you're like, yes, that is exactly what I need to hear. Like the Lord spoke through you to me or sermon series. Like when you're at church on Sunday, you're like, oh God, like that God taught me this or yeah. worship or books. Or sometimes it is that like you're reading through scripture and you're like, this is what God wants me mm -hmm. to do. Look at this scripture, look at this truth. And for me, like I've never had a God moment where like his voice was booming in my head. But I've had moments, and always for me, it has been in still quiet where I'm like, this is what I need to do. Like, I trust that yeah. the Lord is leading me here. And it's always in line with Scripture. It is something that is truth-based and is something that I can't deny. Like, okay, God, this makes sense. Like, this is from you because it's too good to have been from me. Yeah. So that's kind of my take on that. Dakota, what are your thoughts? But I also think one last thing. Sorry, I forgot about this. But You're great. I think that the Lord— probably is teaching to us and speaking to us a lot more than we realize, but we're just really distracted and don't notice. Yes. And I think that, like, yes. that's why when I'm talking about, like, it was always when I was still and quiet, it's because sometimes the Lord is teaching us in sermons or worship or in just moments of reading Scripture, and we're mm -hmm. so distracted with our own plans that we miss what God is teaching us in the midst of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're, so from what I kind of captured, you would say that, yes— you can hear from the Lord. Yes. So yeah, and so it's just helping us navigate. So for those of you listening, this isn't a question of like, if you're spiritual enough to hear the voice right. of God, it's it's cultivating how to hear from the Lord. Yep. What are ways that God has spoken? What, is, what, are, what are some ways that God does speak to us? Yeah. Um, and so, but yes, I mean, what you just said, um, in moments where you're distracted, you're right. not as still, you're not as quiet, you're not as in a place of being receptive to what the Lord might put in your mind or what He might speak to you in mm -hmm. His Word or right. what He might bring to your mind or put on your heart. And, and when we're so distracted with constant um, media, music, even podcasts, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like, like this is a tool, but 
even sometimes too much. Like if, if, if your phone is going in all of like what I call the white space of your calendar, yeah. where it's like you don't have like school or a meeting or you're on the road, like all the time you have something going on on your phone, you might want to dial that back some. Right. That's good. To open up some space to hear from, from God. So those are just some no, additional thoughts. No, that's great. And I think even going back to that verse of John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice, a.k.a. if we are a follower of Christ, like we are the sheep, we are the flock. Right. So th- this isn't an invitation for a select few to hear his voice and to hear from him and to be taught by him. It's an invitation for all of us. And I think that that does look different because I also think – he knows us and we're his sheep and he knows what gets our attention best mm-hmm. because we're different yeah. and different way. Like some people, man, worship speaks to them more than anything else ever could. So next, Dakota, this is a very big question. Yeah. This is, I feel like this is probably the most common question when we talk about this is how do I discern or how do I know when something that I'm thinking is from me or if it's from the Lord, something that I feel like I'm being taught, how do I know if it's from myself from internally, like my own head, or it's from the Lord? And what are some things that we need to be cautious or aware of when we're talking about like hearing from the Lord? Yeah, that's great. So number one, how can I tell if something is from me or from the Lord? So one thing that I want to, I think, clarify and kind of lay a foundation for this Mm -hmm. is that, yes, God speaks through His Word, God, God can speak, you know, through other, like someone else can encourage you and the Lord can use that in your life to encourage you. So that could be the Lord speaking to you through someone else. Yeah. But something else that I think is really important that I think we've kind of lost sense of in the church, or at least in our context, in my experience, I have that the Holy Spirit works through your conscience. Hmm. That as, as a believer, when you put your faith and trust in Christ, yep. you become indwelled with the Holy Spirit. So you have God, the Spirit living inside of you. Well, if God's word, if the Bible is alive and active, yes, well, think, think how much more the Holy Spirit can prompt you and right. guide you and quote unquote speak to you. You know, that, that's another churchy word, prompting. The Spirit prompted me to do this. What does that even mean? What well, is like, a prompt? Yeah, well, I felt <laughs> oh. led to do something. Like, you feel led to do something in a direction that is godly or that's um, it's beneficial to, to others or that would advance the mission of God. Like if you are feeling those promptings, then I would say that's God speaking to you. That's God pressing on you through the spirit in your mind, through your conscience. And so Isaiah 30, 21 says this, and this is almost like a prophecy. This is Isaiah um, hearing from, from the Lord. And I think this is a prophecy that we could probably say is fulfilled in us as believers with, with the Holy Spirit. And this is what it says. It's Isaiah 30, verse 21. It says, "In your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way walk in it. And when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. Mm-hmm. And so this is basically saying, Isaiah is saying, hey, listen, it's going to, it's going to feel like that, like, like someone's calling from behind you, kind of that voice in the back of your mind. Like mm-hmm. it's not super clear, but it's like, hey, I maybe shouldn't go this way. Yeah. I should go this way. Um, and so he, here's one thing to know if it's from the Lord or not. If it's pushing you towards holiness yeah. Like if you're in, if you're in an area or in a situation, whether it be a party or with um, a significant other, and things are going south purity wise, you're thinking maybe, maybe I should leave. That is God speaking to you yeah. through your conscience. Right. That is God speaking. Like if you're at a party and there's a situation that's becoming unhealthy, or you realize that there are drugs at the party, or you are being tempted to maybe drink past where you should, and you're like, mm-hmm. and there's something saying, hey, listen, you need to. You need to get out. You need to get home. Right. That is probably, the, that's God speaking to you through your conscience. Good call. And so 
Um, so that, that's one thing to know is that the Holy Spirit works through your conscience to push you towards holiness, to push you towards godliness. Yep. Um, second thing I would say is that, or second question you can ask is, is it something to serve myself mm-hmm. or is it th- something to serve others? Yeah, that's good. I think a lot of times if, if we're doing something in self-interest or wanting to build up ourselves, it's probably not coming from the Lord. Philippians 2, 3 through 4 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but to each of you to the interest of the others. And so, again, is this is are you feeling a prompting, or is there something that may be feeling like you're being pushed to do something to serve others or to put others above yourself? Mm. That is probably God speaking to you through the Holy Spirit in your conscience. Right. Um, a couple of other things, and then I have an example. So, uh, one, another question: Is it something that would bring glory to God? If it is, then it's probably from God. <laughs> yeah. That's good okay. Call. Is it something difficult that you may not want to do, but you probably should do? then it's probably from God. <laughs> probably. That's probably the Lord speak. And, and you think, well, man, that happens all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It happens all the time. We have God the Spirit dwelling inside of us that guides us, directs us, keeps us from things that we shouldn't walk towards, um, pushes us things towards that we should should walk towards. That is God speaking to you. That is the Holy Spirit guiding you. That's God guiding you um, and speaking to you through your conscience. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, there are a couple of areas where, where sometimes this gets a little bit more tricky. I think sometimes our vision can get blurred. And here's a couple of examples. One, when something comes to sex or when it comes to money. Maybe not explicitly sex, but maybe it's a relationship. Yeah. So, for example, I think, I don't know if you mentioned this earlier, Delaney, or if this is on the podcast when we're recording, but basically, you know, a guy saying, hey, like, the Lord told me that I'm going to marry you. Or the Lord told me that I think we should break up. <laughs> That we should break up. It's like, well, is that does that the Lord speaking to you, or is that just you've lost interest and your affections are now somewhere else, and so you're using God as a cop out to? So don't use God as a cop out, right, for your own selfish desires or for something that's not of God. Yeah, and pe- people do that all the time. People do that all the time, but that is not of the Lord. Um, and so those are a couple of areas when it comes to relationships, sex, when it comes to money, finances. And so what do we do? I, I would say when it comes to those things, make sure that it lines up with scripture and to bring other people in on it. Yep. You know, so I, I would find a mentor, find someone else that is is walking with the Lord and a godly person and say, hey, I'm sensing that I want to do this. I don't know if it's from God or if it's not from God. Yeah. Ask, ask for, for wise counsel. Yeah. Ask for for people to speak into that with you, okay? So those are a couple of areas where, where we can kind of get blurred vision, and we can sometimes think that we hear the voice of God, but it's really just your own selfish flesh, mm. um, okay? Another thing to be uh, to be careful of, be careful saying, God told me to tell you <laughs> this. Yeah. That, that, that may be true, or it may not be true. Right. Here, here, here's what I mean. I mean, Scripture, you see this a lot in the New Testament where it's like, hey, someone has a word and shares it with, shares it with someone. Well, well, Paul always tells the believers, hey, always weigh this because people aren't inerrant. Yeah. Sometimes so- someone can think they have a word, but it's not from God. Yeah. And so I would say for for you, one, be, care- be weary if someone says, hey, God told me to tell you. Um, not that you shouldn't. Not that you shouldn't take that and weigh that in your heart and pray about it. If someone comes to you and says, hey, man, God, God told me to tell you this. Well, take it, but take it with caution and, and test it. Mm-hmm. Test it. Yep. That, that's what Paul always says. Hey, he says, hey, test the spirits. Test these types of spiritual things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
the other side of that is I would be careful saying, hey, God told me to tell you. Yes. If, if God brings someone to mind and puts something specific on your heart, that that could be very well be from God. But I think a, a healthier way to go about that is saying, hey, listen, I feel like God brought you to mind to mind today. Yeah. And, and I feel led to say this, that this might be from the Lord. It might not be. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so, so there you're not putting yourself on the, the playing field of like, Hey, the Lord has spoken through me to you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. Take it. Um, but you're saying, Hey, listen, I feel, and that's a very humble way to do that. Right. Right. If I have a word for Delaney or for Jacob and I go to them, I'm, I'm like, Hey, I, the Lord put you on my mind. And I, I, I felt led to tell you this. Yep. That's a very humble way. That could be very encouraging and edifying. And that is a thumbs up. That's a thumbs up. You can do that. Saying, God told me to tell you, I would be careful. Thumbs down. I would not not go about it that way. Right. Okay. So practical example for, for me in my life, and then I'm going to stop, of, of a time recently where I feel like I heard the Lord. And it was, again, not the audible microphone voice of Delaney, like, hey, yo, Delaney, <laughs> which, I, which interesting sound, sound a lot like oh, Nick Person. Oh, gosh. Like, God, God sounded a lot, a lot like Nick, Nick Person. Don't tell him that. <laughs> Don't tell him that. Um, but so, so I was, it was a few weeks ago, I was just having a quiet time, spending some time with the Lord, and then I was just writing some things down and just writing some things down that I was anxious about, stressed about. Um, and many of you that know me, I mean, uh, Ansley and I, we have a one-year-old daughter named Hallie. We have number two, baby boy, on the way. Baby Dale. And Delaney wants him to be named Dale. We're not there yet. <laughs> but so we have we have two two children. One's on the way. Um, my wife, we, we've decided that, you know, she's going to st- stay home for now and to help raise the kids and to be with them more. And and I'm a pastor. So um, all that to add up saying, I'm not, we're not raking it in. The, the Logan house, we're not raking it in by any means. So finances, and I'm, and I'm being I'm being vulnerable here. Finances can oftentimes be a stressor for us. Right. And it, it's, a, it's a point of, of, of tension and sometimes of stress. And so I was just like, I was praying and I was going to the Lord with it. And what, Delaney, what you said earlier is what I was really trying to practice. I was trying to be silent. I was trying to take my, my concerns, my anxieties to the Lord. And then I was just, I was just silent just trying to be in a prayerful mindset um, of like, speaking to the Lord, but then I was just silent. And, and it wasn't audible, but it was like a thought, like a thought shot into my mind. And this is what I felt like the Lord said. It, he was saying, you worry about making disciples and I'll take care of your family. Hmm. Like that, that's, that's, what, like that's what came to mind in that moment. And I'm confident that it was from the Lord, one, because I'm not just going to tell myself that, Hey, you are about making disciples and I'll take care of your family. Like I felt like the Lord put that thought in my mind. And it was a thought. It was in my in the thought realm. Like it wasn't a voice. Mm-hmm. It was in the thought realm. But I felt like God put the thought in there of him saying, You worry about making disciples and I'll take care of your family. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I was just flooded with peace. Yep. It was crazy. It's flooded with peace. And so I knew it was from the Lord. And I shared it with Ansley a few hours later. And she was like, Babe, that's awesome. Like that, that was the Lord. Um, and so, and and Again, so then I, I test it, right? So, so that thought came to mind, and I test it. Well, in Matthew 6, Jesus said, hey, seek first the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and all these things will be added to you, all yep. these things that make, make us anxious. So it's like, okay, well, this lines up with Scripture. This, like, I felt like the Lord's... So in that moment, I would say that God spoke to me. Yep. You can test it from Scripture. So that's just a practical example of how it's happened in my life recently. And that doesn't, always, that doesn't happen often, but that's yep. like a, rec- a recent like, situation where I was like, man, that was clearly the Lord, and God, thank you for that. Right. That's so good. And I think, like you said, if it never, if it doesn't line up with Scripture, it is not from Him. Yeah. You want to know? Like you said, test it. Go to Scripture. Oh wow, this is from the Lord. Are we sure? Are we sure? Like if Scripture right. doesn't back it, right. it ain't from Him. Yeah. So. So okay, 
Lenny, last question for today. So if we're wanting to hear from the Lord, we're wanting to make this a practice in our lives. If we want to hear from the Lord, how can we do that better? You know, and you can, like, I want to have this confidence that the Lord is telling me something. How, how can we get there? I'm excited because I think we all need to grow in this all the time. Yes. We all need to be seeking the Lord better because the more we seek Him, the more clear it is. Once again, Dakota was talking about earlier, as followers of Christ, like, we have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. That's like the compass, man. It's... If you are a follower of Christ, that's always internal. You can seek the Holy Spirit and seek the Lord and in prayer and through through that like moment. But I think one thing to be reminded is if you want to hear from the Lord, get in the Word. Yes. Those are clearly and undeniably His words for you. It's His words for all of us. And we sometimes say like, oh, I'm not hearing from God. God's not teaching me. God's not telling me. You got a whole book. You got a whole Bible. Like it right. is stacked with 66 books, like go through it. Yes. You want to know what God wants to teach you? There's lots in there. And it's crazy how every time I read through passages, I learn something different because something stands out that God's trying to teach me. I'll be like, oh, wow, I read through Philippians a couple of months ago, and now I'm reading through it again. And man, like this stood out and it didn't the first time, but it's because that's what I needed when I read through it. And another thing is be present enough to see what God's teaching you. Y'all know I love Psalm 46. I love it. Psalm 46 says, be still and know that I am God. Be still. Be still. If you're doing your quiet time reading it on the Bible app on your phone while you're trying to walk to class and you're kind of like paying attention and where am I walking? Where am I going? Like that's not being still. And it's just this reminder of sometimes we're so distracted with everything that we have to do. We make our quiet time a checklist and we're not present enough to see what God's trying to teach us. And once again, if we want to hear from Him and all we're doing is talking the whole time, how do we expect to hear from Him? We need to be still. We need to be silent. Take it from me. Silence is not always my gift, but we have to learn. What? <laughs> I know. Everyone is shocked. <laughs> I seem like such a silent person. But like, how do we expect to hear from the Lord when we don't even give Him our full attention? Yeah. We can't. Um, Psalm 40 says, I waited patiently for the Lord, Lord, the Lord, and he turned to me and heard my cry. Like, wait patiently for him. Sit in his presence. Like, just find a space where you're actually reading your Bible, saying, like, not God, like, what do I do next? God, what can I learn more about you? Because when we learn more about him, that also tells us which way to go. Mm -hmm. Because the more we know the Lord, the more we know, oh, wait, this lines up with who he who he is and who he calls me to be. So if we're genuinely seeking him daily, it's going to be a lot easier to walk and be like, wow, this is what the Lord's telling me. This is what the Lord's teaching me. This is where the Lord is leading me. And Hebrews 4.12 reminds us that the word of God is living and active. So yes. that means it is just as applicable as when it was written as it is today. So yes. you want to know where to go? Look at scripture. Yes. I promise you that is going to be clear words from the Lord when the Lord calls us to these things, like like Dakota earlier, when he quoted um, Philippians, talking about do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit. Well, that's something that the Lord's teaching you, I can promise you, because it's in Scripture. Right. Um, God is consistent. God's name is God, you are who you are, Yahweh. Like, God, you are who you are. So he's constant. So the more we learn about his character and learn about him, the better we know what he's teaching us and what yeah. he's telling us to do. So I think it is just be silent be still, be in his presence. Like I'm telling you guys, if you just get in the word and then just sit, just sit for a few minutes. Don't, don't 
constrict your quiet time so much where you're like, I've got approximately 10 minutes and 47 seconds, and that's all I can give to God today. Well, then you're probably only going to hear 10 minutes and 47 seconds worth of what God has to tell you. So be present enough to see what the Lord is teaching you and to hear from Him better. So That's so good, Delaney. And so let's wrap it up. Let's take this episode home. So here's the point. Answering the question, can God speak to me? Is that fact or fiction? The verdict is, what is it, Delaney? Fact. 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 God speaks. He still speaks to us. Yes, he's spoken to us through his word. Um, He can still speak to the Holy Spirit in our conscience and in our minds. He can speak to other people. And so a few things for you, again, to take home and beginning to practice seeking to hear from the Lord. Step one, get in the word. Delaney just read it, Hebrews 4.12. The word of God is alive and active. It's It's living. That means that it's still it's still working and it's active. It's doing something. Like yeah, the word of God's is. doing something in us. And so get in the word. Yep. Um, and then then respond to God in prayer. Like as you're as you're doing those things, you're in the presence of God through prayer and through being in the word, then he's gonna begin to speak to you. Um, another thing I'll say, be at a church with solid teaching. Yes. Because yeah. so, something, a theme that that Delaney kind of kept pushing on today was hey, if you don't know the word, you're not going to know if it's from God. You're not going to know. So be at a, be at a church, at a ministry that teaches the Bible. They don't always give you what you want to hear. They give you what you need to hear. Amen. They teach the truth of God's word. That's going to help you to be able to discern if something's from the Lord or not. Um, remove distractions. Seek to be still. Practice some silence and, and, and just being in the presence of God, again, through the word and through prayer. And then finally test it. See if... If what you feel like God is saying lines up with Scripture, ask other believers um, to see if they believe that it lines up with Scripture, um, and that's going to give you some kind of some guidelines and some parameters to, to feel and to sense if you're hearing from God or if it's from yourself. But the answer for today is yes, it's a fact. God can speak to us. So, guys, hope this is encouraging to you. We love you guys. Um, thanks again for tuning in. This is, again, we're, we're in year one. We're, Woo, we're one in, year down. We're, well, I guess we're in year two. Yeah, so we're in year two. Um, of the Here's the Point podcast. As always, it's helpful for us if you share this and subscribe. Um, and we love you guys. And tune in again next week to another episode of Here's the Point. Bye. See you guys.